0: Hello, beautiful humans. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Spiritual Hustlers Podcast. It's your girl Logan, and we are going on episode seventeen, guys. We're almost there. I can't believe it. Today's um, episode—it's probably going to be a little activating for some people. Um, Definitely a little enlightening, a lot enlightening. um, But it's—it's not mainstream. It goes against the mainstream right now, and it's going to. Um, present a school of thought, I guess, that I have been entertaining for a while now, but I just haven't been saying it. Um, But I got the pull this morning to share it. So here we are. Now, I wanna preface by saying, you guys know I fucking love all things feminine, right? The sacred feminine is like, I I consider myself a feminine embodiment coach. <laughs> like, you know, we absolutely need the sacred feminine. And I'm all about increasing our levels of pleasure and play and desire and ease and flow and all of these beautiful things that, you know, the divine feminine stands for. But for the divine feminine to flourish in her fullness, she has to be rooted in the masculine. Like we have to have both. We need to have both masculine and feminine energy in healthy quantities to survive and to thrive. But right now, what I am seeing in mainstream culture, in the coaching industry, is a massive rejection of the masculine. And I personally believe it's to the detriment of health, wealth, and progress. And it's all a result and a byproduct of this concept that's not really being talked about, guys. It's not being talked about. And I'll tell you why it's not being talked about. But all of these things are a byproduct of toxic femininity. Now toxic masculinity is something that has been overly talked about, (laughs) right? Like overly talked about. Um, and don't get me wrong. Toxic masculinity has definitely been a problem in our society for a very long time. You guys, a very long time. The patriarchy has done a great job of fucking up a lot of shit. So don't Don't take like, don't get it fucking twisted. Like I absolutely see the harm in toxic masculinity, but I also see the harm in toxic femininity. And because it's part of a political agenda, it's not being discussed right now. It is my personal opinion that nobody's talking about toxic femininity because it's part of a massive political agenda at play in our nation. Some examples of toxic femininity are things like the the idea that you don't have to really put forth any effort to be successful. You don't have to work. You can just sit on your meditation pillow, align with good vibes, and shit's going to fucking fall in your lap. That's part of it. We absolutely have to be in alignment energetically and vibrationally with what we desire. But that doesn't mean we just fucking sit here and take no action. That's a concept that's being promoted by toxic femininity. Don't do anything and things are just going to happen for you. No, that's not how it works. This concept of participation trophies, like everybody gets to win. No, not true. Everybody who, who puts forth effort gets to win. <laughs> I'm not sharing my winnings with anyone else. Maybe that's you know not cool on my part, but that's just how I feel. Um, the, the shift in the body positivity movement that's now saying eat whatever you want and don't exercise because you're beautiful just the way you are and your health isn't a priority. No <laughs> toxic femininity at play right the fuck there. Your body is beautiful just as it is. And I do want you to fucking love it. I want you to fucking love it enough to not feed it trash and to move it intentionally and to take responsibility for your health. Do we see how the feminine has to be grounded in the masculine here? Yes, love your body. Give it pleasure. Allow it to desire things. But also practice sacred discipline and care for it in intentional ways. Treat yourself, but also give a shit about your health. Care for your vessel, And caring for your vessel doesn't mean, you know, binge eating a packet of Oreos in the name of self-love. No. Like, fuck that. And then this idea of you do you, boo-boo. No one's opinion matters. You do you. That is cancel culture. Guys, that right there is cancel culture. So these examples, you don't have to work hard in order to be successful. Participation trophies are okay. You know, eat whatever you want and don't exercise. You're beautiful just the way you are and your health isn't a priority. You do you, boo-boo. No one's opinion matters. All of these, they are all politically driven because people who are lazy, broke, uneducated, uninterested in different viewpoints and unhealthy are easy to control. So let's keep them that way. Let's keep them that way. It's the same school of thought that's pushing mask wearing and making personal health the public problem. Guys, it's all in the name. It's all in the name. Personal health. (laughs) It's a personal responsibility, not a public one. But when you've been taught that your health isn't a priority, it's easy to blame someone else when it's failing or at risk. But no, I am not responsible for your health and neither is anyone else. The only other humans on this planet that I will take responsibility for their health are my three children. And that is only until they're old enough to take responsibility on them on their own. But it it is all in this political agenda, this pushing, the the powers that be have figured out how to monopolize and manipulate the divine feminine, right? And all of these things also, especially the mask thing, masks are synonymous with compassion. You're being compassionate and loving, and you're not wearing your mask for you, you're wearing your mask for me. Well, I'm sorry, boo-boo, but your health is not my responsibility, I'm not going to wear my mask because you chose to treat your body like shit. Now it can't fight off a virus that has a 99.96 survival rate. No, not happening. (laughs) Not happening. So society has done a great job. The powers that be, whoever the fuck that may be, I don't know. The government, the man, whoever. Whoever. They've done a great job of taking this concept of divine femininity and manipulating it and twisting it and using it against us, using it against us, telling us to overindulge in pleasure, overindulge in laziness, overindulge, in all of these things that are ultimately, like I said, leading us to be a nation that is lazy, stuck in you know, lower to middle class income ranges, uneducated, unhealthy, uninterested, and hearing diverse viewpoints. Because again, it's easy to control those people. It's easy to control people who are like that. So let's keep them that way. And while we're seeing a massive shift and rise in the feminine at this point, it's my belief that this has actually been at play for a while. And whoever calls the shots in the country, whoever's in control of like media and and shit like that, they figured this out early on. And they figured out a way, like I said, to monopolize it and monetize it by spinning it to become a very toxic lifestyle. And now this is what's being fucking promoted. This is what's being fucking promoted. (laughs) And it's not okay, you guys. It's not okay. Because like I said, we need equal parts, well, not even equal parts, but we need a balance, a blending of the masculine and the feminine. But right now what's being promoted is toxic femininity. Sit on your ass and don't do anything. Don't take your health seriously. It's it's okay. We'll just give you this vaccine and it'll be fine. Put on this mask and that makes you healthy. Don't give a fuck about what you feed your body or how you move it. Don't give a fuck about making sure your water is actually clean. Don't give a fuck about any of that shit. Just put on a mask and take this vaccine and you'll be fine. Guys, do you see how this is creating codependency? So when we're talking about masculine and feminine energies, there are healthy embodiments of each of those, and then there are also unhealthy or wounded embodiments of each of them. And in the feminine, it's victimization, codependency, all things that are being created by this idea, by this lifestyle and these ideas that are being promoted. People are being conditioned to become codependent and victimized within their own society by being told these things (laughs) you don't have to work that hard don't don't work that hard don't put too don't put too much effort forward don't don't do too much right oh treat yourself girl sit on the couch and watch netflix all fucking weekend binge eat whatever you want to and then feel like shit on monday morning when it's time to wake up and go back to work guys it's breeding codependency and victimization into the people do we see this can we see this or do you just think I'm a crazy fucking conspiracy theorist? Because it's all around you. You just have to open your eyes. And I, I'm very much aware that some of you guys are going to listen to this podcast and you're going to be like, that Logan bitch is fucking crazy. <laughs> she is on some shit and I ain't, I ain't about it. You are not on the same level of awareness as me. And that's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just it, We just see the world differently. And that's okay. That's part of the beauty of, of humanity. But again, the political agenda that's being pushed, the toxic femininity that's being pushed is going to inspire you to shut me down, to cancel me out because you're not open because this new this new widespread school of thought is we cancel anyone who doesn't agree with us. So if, if you don't agree with me, you're going to immediately cancel me because you've been conditioned to do so, because you've been conditioned to shut out anything that disagrees with you, which then makes you easy, easily manipulated by the people who you do agree with. The people who you do agree with are manipulating you. (laughs) But if you can see what I'm saying, if you understand what I'm saying, if if this is resonating with you, if this is landing for you, then we're on the same wavelength, sis. And that's, that's awesome. You're my people. You're my people. So I wanted to bring to light this concept of toxic femininity. Because like I said, I don't see it being spoken about anywhere. And it's a fucking problem. It's a problem that... You know, it, it's causing issues in relationships, it's causing issues with health, it's causing issues with um, you know, progress and success and shit like that. And I also see this running rampant in the online coaching community. And it drives me fucking bananas, you guys. And I think it drives me fucking bananas because I fell for it. So now I have like this chip on my shoulder where I want to keep other people from falling for it too. And I know you've seen it. I know you've fucking seen it. It's the demonization of work, effort, and output. And we see it in posts like, "I made a post and I made a million dollars, <laughs> ha!" As I sit in my jet and like, you know, eat my caviar while I don't know whatever fucking crazy, you know, you, you fill in the blank with with the the wild examples of of fuck, what, what I don't even know what fucking words I'm looking for, but I know you. I know you know what I'm talking about. I made one post and I made a million dollars. I made one post and I made eighty k. I made one post and I did this. I made one post and I did that. They may have done that. <laughs> that may be true for that person. But what they're not highlighting is the fact that before they were able to make one post to make a million dollars, they had to work. <laughs> they had to show up consistently. They had to put out content. They had to have conversations. They had to put in hours and hours of effort. It didn't just fucking happen overnight. That person didn't wake up and say, oh, let me make a, so- a social media post today and bam, million dollars. Toxic femininity. Because what, what happens then? What happens then? You then become codependent on that coach or influencer because you see their success, you want their success, but they're not being fully transparent with what actually went down for them to you know achieve that success. But then that creates a relationship of, co- of codependence between you and that person because you think that person knows something that you don't. You think that person has some magic potion or magic pill that allowed them to wake up one day and make a million dollars over one post. It's breeding codependency, you guys, which is a trait and a quality of toxic femininity of the wounded feminine. So again, that might be their truth, but they have a responsibility to then communicate with full transparency how they fucking got there. And that's not happening. Some people are doing it. I don't don't want to make vast generalizations or anything like that, some people are doing that, and that's good. They're, they're being in integrity. But there are lots and lots of people out there who aren't. Lots and lots of people out there who aren't. And for new and aspiring entrepreneurs seeing this, they're getting a skewed understanding of what it takes to build a business they're they're being taught to be codependent, so they buy this program and then, th- well, they didn't make a post to make a million dollars, so but they need to buy this program next. Oh, that one that one didn't work either. So ne- so now let's buy this program, breeding codependency because they see this thing that they want to achieve and they think there's some kind of magic secret sauce to it, and there's there's fucking not, you guys. There's there's not. So in my opinion, it's irresponsible on the influencer or the coach's part. Because they're not being fully transparent with how they actually got there. But then there's also this very practical piece to look at too. In the sense that the newbies may not necessarily be the ideal client that's being spoken to in this piece of content. So newbies and new entrepreneurs need to have the self-awareness to be like, okay. (laughs) They they need to have the self-awareness not to be so fucking naive and be like, oh my God, I can wake up tomorrow, make a post and make a million no. dollars. They need to have the self-awareness and take responsibility to realize that they are not the ideal client that's being spoken to in this piece of content. Maybe that influencer is speaking to someone who has been a while in for a while, you know, and they're, they're speaking to that influencer about, about how to scale their influence, right? They're speaking to an ideal client who's on a different level than someone who's brand new, Right. So that's something I could not, you know, touch on as well. There's this concept of ideal clients and and what market are you speaking to and what what avatar or what um, persona are you speaking to in terms of your ideal client? So in defense of the influencer, maybe they're not they're not putting out this content to speak to the newbies or the aspiring entrepreneurs. They're putting out this content to speak to you know the people who are literally are like one or two steps behind them who would just need one or two little tweaks to be able to make one post to make a million dollars from it. You know so then that responsibility falls on the newbie to have the self-awareness of okay I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm not there yet. I can be there one day but the offering that she's she's sharing right now with this piece of content is it for me because I'm not a step or two behind that is making sense is making sense but i'm seeing this all over the coaching space and like i said i fell for it too i fell for it too i fell for the fancy words of a highly successful coach in the online space who uses marketing tactics tactics like this i made one post and sold out my my program i made one post and you know and and it sounds really good, right? It's a, it's a, it's marketing genius, but it's also, like I said, it's breeding codependency if we're not being fully transparent with all of it. <laughs> and if, if people aren't being taught to develop the level of self-awareness to know she's not talking to me with that, she, that, that message is not for me, not yet at least. And it all goes back to this idea of toxic femininity, and the breeding of codependency and the breeding and the internalization of victimhood and it's just it's just fucking bizarre to me you guys oh fuck i just like wipe i forgot i had makeup on do you ever do this i forgot that i had makeup on and i just wiped my eyeball damn it <laughs> it's fine i'll fix it later but I, I've recently, you guys know I'm all into the spiritual, into the woo, into the feminine, and all of these things. And for a long time, I was like, I felt like I wasn't allowed to enjoy the hustle. I felt like I wasn't allowed to indulge in those masculine things anymore. Like, I'm, I'm in my feminine. I'm fully committed to my feminine. I'm just going to flow and feel really good and not do anything. And everything's just going to find its way to me magically. And you know what happened when I did that? I stopped making money. <laughs> I stopped making money. I stopped making progress. I, start, I got comfortable. I stopped, I stopped showing up. I stopped doing the work. I stopped putting forth the effort because I was buying into the bullshit of toxic femininity. And so many other women are right now too. Because it's being manipulated. We are being manipulated. It's being used against us. So, what actually is the divine feminine? What does this look like at play? The divine feminine does receive pleasure. She makes pleasure her top priority. She's not gonna do something that doesn't somehow bring her pleasure, okay? She runs off of desire, she receives. But you know what she receives? She receives support from the masculine. She receives stability from the masculine. She receives discipline from the masculine. I always like to, the metaphor that I always use, or the the comparison that I always use with um, the divine energies is a stripper and her stripper pole, right? Like a stripper can absolutely do her thing without a pole. She, she does not have to have a pole to be a stripper. There are plenty of strippers in the world who don't use poles, right? And it's fine. She's able to do her thing. Cool. Whatever. <clears throat> but when you throw a pole into the mix, her ability, her craft expands exponentially. She becomes stronger. She becomes more embodied. She can go upside down and twist around and all of this shit. It enhances her. The stability, the support, it enhances her. It allows her to become even more fully embodied. Right? And in this comparison, obviously, the pole is the masculine and the stripper is the feminine. The two can exist apart, but together they're unstoppable and that's how the universe designed it for them to be together and i'm not talking about men and women here i'm talking about energy this is energy (laughs) This has nothing to do with gender sex sexual orientation or anything like that this is fucking energy you guys And right now, there is a massive demonization of the masculine. Not just toxic masculinity, masculinity, period. And we have to have it. Like, we need masculinity. It's what provides the support in our society. It's what provides the support in relationships, in businesses. It has to be there for the feminine to truly flourish. Like, am I painting a clear picture here? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm fucking bananas, you guys, but I, I'm seeing this, I fucking, I can see it. Like, in what world is it okay to tell someone, oh, you you don't actually have to work to be successful. Like, if you have kids, would you send your kid to school and be like, don't worry about doing anything today, it's fine, you'll be successful anyway, it's it's fine. No, the fuck you wouldn't, You ha- like <laughs> you have to put forth effort. But right now, the common school of thought is... You know, it's fine. Just do what you feel like. You'll it, it, it'll figure its way out. It'll it'll figure itself out. No. No. Get in alignment. Figure out what your fucking purpose is. Have faith. Trust the process. But take action. The action is the masculine. And I have this little three part trifecta thing. I'm actually gonna do um a free training on this in a couple of weeks. So be on the lookout for it. But the ultimate trifecta in my world, the three um, feminine archetypes that we need to embody in order to be massively successful in whatever areas that we desire, whether it's health, like business, life, relationships, whatever, are um, the goddess, the queen, and the, or the goddess, the bad bitch, and the queen. The goddess is full on feminine. She is led by pleasure. She is led by desire. You know, it, it it she's the vibe. She is a vibe, right? She is the feminine and she knows herself and she knows that she is worthy. She like she is the feminine. The bad bitch is the masculine. She shows up and does the shit because she's a fucking bad bitch. All right. That is masculine energy. And the queen, you have to have both of those to become a queen. To accept your crown, to sit on your crone and <laughs> on your crone, to sit on your throne and rule your queendom. You have to master the feminine and the masculine. You have to have both. You have to be in alignment. You have to be in flow. You have to be in tune with your intuition. And you have to take action. Or you have to figure out how to delegate that action. Either way, action has to occur. That's another thing that I'm seeing right now. People saying, oh, I only work two hours a week and I make $5 million. Okay, bitch, talk about how the fact, talk about how you do that by delegating. You're spending money and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but don't tell a brand new entrepreneur that she can only work two two hours a week and make a million dollars. No, give the full picture, be fully transparent. You only work two hours a week because you have a massive team that's supporting you and doing the rest of it, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That is masculine energy. You are being supported but if a new entrepreneur who, who can't afford a massive team, who can't afford to hire an OBM and a VA and a content strategist and, you know, this and that, they're going to be really, really misled in thinking that they can only work, they, they only have to work two hours a week and make a million dollars. And then they're going to be really, really pissed off when it doesn't happen. They're going to be confused and then they're going to fucking quit because they think there's something wrong with them. Because they're doing what the really rich coach told them to do and it's not working. Well, that's because the really rich coach wasn't completely honest with you and didn't tell you everything that you needed to know. Or she did and you just chose not to see those pieces. You just chose to believe it really does get to be this easy and I really do get to be a millionaire, not do anything to create that. Do you, like, is, is my frustration coming across to you? You guys, like, are you feeling what I'm saying right now? Yes, it gets to be fun. It gets to feel easy. It gets to be exciting. It gets to be aligned. But you don't get to be lazy. You still have to do the things. And here's the thing. With highly successful, really wealthy people They are able to access altered states of being, higher levels of consciousness that allow them to take massive action without it feeling like, quote unquote, hard work. It just feels like their purpose. So when people say, like, it's not hard, it's easy, that's what they mean. They don't mean that they're not doing shit that makes them uncomfortable. Highly successful, Rich people doing shit with their lives, doing big shit with their lives, they get uncomfortable every fucking day. They take risks every fucking day. But because they're in alignment, because they're doing their purpose work, it feels easier. But again, this is a marketing tactic, guys this is a marketing tactic. So if you are a new entrepreneur, you have got to develop the self-awareness to understand and to read between the lines. So when you see a post that says, I made one post and and made a million dollars, you can understand. She's probably been doing this for a while. She's built up her audience. She's put out a shit ton of content. She has shown up and she has done the work. So now, She does get to make one post and make a million dollars because her audience is warm. Her audience knows her. They like her. They trust her. She has built up her credibility. And so it does get to be that easy. The same thing if you see a post, if you see a coach talking about, oh, it's so easy to make a million dollars. It's so easy to make all this fucking money. Understand, again, that is a product of the fact that they have shown the fuck up for probably years years and years and years and years and years before you ever found them. And they're doing their purpose work. And they're still getting uncomfortable and taking risks. Like that's still a part of the equation. But the mainstream conversation, the mainstream you know, thought, school of thought right now, leaves all of that out. And again, this is creating lazy people. This is creating unhealthy people. This is creating uneducated people. This is creating people who aren't willing to fucking work. This is creating people who are unwilling to hear opposing viewpoints. Like, if you are set in your ways and you believe that you get to make a million dollars by only working two hours a week, eventually it'll happen. Eventually it'll happen. I'm sure it will. If you believe something, it, it becomes your reality. But also, you're not willing to see anything different. You're not willing and open to hearing different viewpoints. So you buy into cancel culture. So this, this concept of toxic femininity, like I said, it's creating lazy people. It's creating broke people. It's keeping people stuck in this, this cycle of victimization and codependency. It's creating uneducated people. It's creating unhealthy people, people who are unwilling to hear opposing viewpoints. And ultimately, it's creating people who are easily controlled and easily manipulated. And that's what, that's, that's what the powers that be want, Right? So what I am encouraging you to do is wake the fuck up, okay, wake the fuck up and realize that if you want to do something really fucking incredible with your life, it's going to take work, it's going to take effort, it's going to take some hustle and some grit and those aren't bad things. As long as they are rooted in an energy, it's the energy that's different. Hard work, overworking yourself, hustle mentality, if that shit is rooted in fear or a desire to harm other people, that's when it's toxic. That's toxic masculinity. But when your hustle, when your grind, when it is aligned, when it is rooted in love and purpose and passion... That's not toxic. That's power. That's fucking power. So we have got to stop telling ourselves that it's not okay to work hard. That it's not okay that the hustle's dead. No, we fucking redefine it. We redefine it. so that it blends the necessary energies and the necessary contributions from the masculine and the feminine. You hustle from a place of alignment. You hustle from a place of purpose and passion and mission and excitement and joy and love and pleasure and desire. That's where you hustle from. That's when shit gets to feel easy. That's when shit gets to feel fun. That's the fucking difference. But right now we're being told, don't do those things. Just don't do those things. Because if you do do those things, they know that that's where your power is. <laughs> they know that that's where you really tap into the fullness of human potential. You're not tapping into your full capability and your full potential as a human being by sitting on your ass, watching Netflix all weekend, binge eating Oreos in the name of self love. No, oh, treat yourself, sister. That's not tapping into the fullness of your human potential. It's fucking not. It's a fucking lie. Now, if you need to take a day off, if you want to take one day off a week, if you want to take a couple days off a week, like whatever the fuck you want to do, there's no right or wrong way to live your life. You get to live your life however the fuck you want to live your life. But don't sit on your ass and binge eat Oreos and watch Netflix all weekend and then be mad that you're overweight, unhealthy, and broke. That's the disconnect. It's human nature to desire more, to want to fulfill our potential, to want to fulfill our purpose, to want to grow. We are living, breathing beings. By nature, we grow. But right now, the common thought, the common school of thought and what's being pushed is an ideology that doesn't promote growth. It promotes saying where the fuck you are. It promotes being stagnant. And what happens when things stagnate? They die. They fucking die. My kid has a fish. If her fish doesn't fucking swim, it dies. (laughs) Like, we have to move. And that's not a toxic trait to want to move. It's human nature. But again, it's in the energy. How are you moving? Why are you moving? That's where we need to look. If you're moving at a rate that's like eventually going to burn you out and kill you anyway, or if you're moving because you have this like need to fill a void, then that's, that's unhealthy and we need to look and, and address some things there. But this notion that we don 't have to do anything or that it 's bad to do something or that 's bad to, guys, this entire thing caused me to like I said, money stop flowing, guys, stop making money, totally stop fucking making money, but it also told me to question myself and to to undermine myself like it completely undermined my self trust, which I is always a red flag to me. That this is not okay. Anything that undermines my own intuition, I'm like, Mm-mm, something's wrong here. And this whole thing caused me to question myself because I was leaning more into my feminine, but I still had this desire to move and to do things and to take action. But then I was being told that that wasn't okay. That that wasn't a part of the feminine. It's not. It's not but we can't only be in our feminine. (laughs) We need the masculine. We need both, you guys. If you haven't gotten it yet, we need both. We need both. And if you don't want to be a lazy, broke, uneducated, unhealthy, zombie human living in the United States of America, just doing what your government tells you to do, then I suggest leaning back towards some of that masculine energy because that's what creates progress. That, what, that's what propels us forward, the action, the forward movement. And what balances that so we don't get burnout is alignment and flow and purpose and passion and desire. Okay. We fucking need both. <laughs> we fucking need both. But right now that is not the common narrative. That is not mainstream thought because that does not make people easily manipulated. When people embody their masculine and their feminine, they are powerful. They are strong. They create change. They operate from a place of purpose and passion. They operate on a mission. They are un fucking stoppable. So, that's my rant toxic femininity. It is a rampant right now. Don't buy into it. Don't fucking buy into it. Your health is your responsibility. I ain't wearing a mask because I'm healthy. <laughs> I also don't really go out in public right now because masks are mandated. So there's that, but um take responsibility for your health. Take responsibility for your wealth. That is also no one's responsibility but your own. It's it's not the government's responsibility to give you money. That's socialism and it's broken and it doesn't fucking work, you guys. Please show me an example of communism or socialism that has been effective. Please send it to me. DM it to me. I want to see it. But it is not anyone's responsibility to make you healthy. It is not anyone's responsibility to make you wealthy. It is not anyone's responsibility to do, do anything for you. We're responsib- I, I'm too responsible for myself and my kids to be responsible for you. I'm not doing it. But toxic femininity would have you believe that I'm an asshole for that. That it's compassionate. Mm -mm. I put my oxygen mask on first. And then I go out and I serve. I share it on my Instagram stories every fucking day. I work out every day. My nutrition could be better. I stay hydrated. I take supplements. Like I do the shit. I practice sacred discipline so that my sacred feminine can flourish. When I eat well and when I exercise, I'm creative. When I have more creativity, I I have more ideas. When I have more ideas, I have more value to put out into the world. The more value I put out into the world, the more value I receive in the form of money or opportunity or possibility or any of the other things. It's a synergy of these two things. So, as always, no judgment, no anything, just Open your eyes and look around. Have you been buying into this idea of toxic femininity? Have you been buying into the idea that you shouldn't do something just because it makes you uncomfortable? Have you been buying into this idea and the demonization of work ethic, effort, output? Those things aren't bad when they are done from an energy of alignment, flow, purpose, passion, desire, mission, all of those things, right? Right? Okay, like I said, I will be doing a training on this and going more in-depth into the trifecta, the queen, the goddess, the bad bitch, in just a couple of weeks. Be on the lookout for that. I will also be um, releasing the... Waitlist for a brand new mastermind um, that is this every if you have been vibing with this episode the mastermind is this it's called sexy hustle and it's all about blending the masculine and feminine energies for ultimate success not just in business but in fucking life okay so um the waitlist i'll go ahead and drop the link to the, to join the waitlist here in um, in the show notes so go ahead join waitlist is gonna save you. Um, I haven't decided how much money but my waitlist always comes with a discount <laughs> always 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 there's an incentive for you to go ahead and get on the waitlist so you get early you get early access you'll get um, you know early updates things like that I'm still working out all of the the details of the mastermind it's gonna be a three month mastermind though and like I said called sexy hustle all about finding your aligned grind all about blending the masculine and feminine energies of business so that you can be like the most successful human possible so you don't fall victim to these bullshit ideas and all these marketing tactics that are out there telling you you don't have to work you don't have to show up no bitch you do and i'm going to show you how to do it so that it feels good okay so it feels good so it is from a place of alignment so you don't fucking burn out and so you are taking action on your passion and on your purpose right so link to that is in the show notes. Check it out. Go ahead and join the waitlist. Um, it doesn't commit you to anything, but it does secure you the discount. So make it happen, babe. Um, and be on the lookout for the trifecta masterclass coming. Um, I'll probably release that like next week. So be on the lookout. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Like I said, I know it's going to be polarizing. Some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. I don't fucking care. This is my truth and I'm just sharing it with you guys. So hopefully it resonates. Let me know your opinion. Either way, if you love it, if you hate it, if you're somewhere in between, if you agree with it, if you disagree with it, I am not a zombie. (laughs) And I am always open to opposing opinions. So bring them on, sis. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. Happy fucking Wednesday. Go out there and be a bad bitch today. I love you.